everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm so excited to be here to talk with one of our returning Hall stars who's been on our show before. And we really enjoyed talking to Sandy uh, in 2018. Can you believe it's been that long? Oh my gosh. It's, it feels, it actually feels like it was just a couple months ago. No, so it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me back. It's so great. Yeah. We're talking to Sandy Sadu and uh, yeah. So you've had a pretty crazy 2019, it seems. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a year I definitely cannot complain about. I um, <laughs> actually today being New Year's Eve, it's um, and talking with you guys today, it's, it's kind of allowed me to really reflect full circle from the start of the year to now. And I mean, it's, it's actually been, um, I'm actually a little, little like, Ooh, I have no, no expectation of 2020 being as good as 2019 was to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just, so everyone's like, what's your new year's resolution? I'm like riding the wave. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I have nothing to like, be like, I need more, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's so, like not holding my breath too long. <laughs> and I just, it's just, it's just riding the wave. Cause I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for what 2019 offered me. It was pretty spectacular yeah. and really unexpected. So, um, you know, I, I feel a little wrong for being like more, more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of like ride the wave, see what happens and just enjoy it. That's kind of my goal for 2020 is to yeah. stay present and try to soak it all up. Yeah. I think the secret was you watching Bahubali and Bahubali 2. And <laughs> then so that inspired that you. <laughs> That movie is amazing. Yes. So last time we spoke on the podcast, you had actually, uh, we were talking Bollywood. Yeah. And you actually mentioned, um, I always butcher the name Bahubali, even though I'm yeah. Punjabi, I still can't even say that. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. But, um, that, the story, I remember you telling me, oh, you should watch the movie because of the story. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah the story is amazing. Right. And, like, so dramatic and true Bollywood style and fashion but in the best way possible yeah. like, it was a it was so good you've yeah. got great taste in movies that movie is yes. fantastic uh it's it it's on netflix if or at least it, is, it was actually. i think it's still on netflix yeah it is so it is in canada it's such yeah. a good movie so it's you guys, you guys need to all watch it. The acting's incredible. <laughs> the the cinematography, yeah. the set design, the costumes, and the story. It's a really, really beautiful film. So thank you for yeah. uh, introducing it to me. Yeah, I think it brought good mojo into your. Oh yeah, your yeah. Life. yeah. Thank you. Movie <laughs> changed my life. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really over the top but in such a satisfying way in and, such a satisfying way yeah. and <laughs> and sometimes we i feel like the spectacle entertainment that we have um it feels so calculated and feels so right. yeah. um like That's boardroom you know they're they're sitting there making uh making the decisions and uh, which can make for a good movie i you know like i really enjoyed most of the marvel movies and things like that i so yeah, it could be definitely. good but there was just something so energetic and creative about about those movies that really inspired me and and still super entertaining so mm -hmm. and, and i yeah. really do feel a shift in a movement back to more original 
films. I'm starting mm-hmm. to sense that with a lot of the new releases and the teasers coming yeah. out. Like the writing is starting to kind of go back to a highly imaginative stage. But, you know, to not knock the Marvel films, because I think the really important thing about the Marvel franchises yeah. and all those movies is it did keep people in the theaters. Like it's still the number one reason yeah. people go see a movie these days. And th- there has been a decline in um, presence of moviegoers to actual theaters. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful to the Marvel franchises for, you know, keeping bums in the seats because I, I think the theater experience, mm-hmm. I'm going to be one of those snobs where, yeah. you know, yeah. theater for like antiques and I'm going to be like you still have to go to the theaters because I, th- I think the, I think the landscape is changing I think um, I think people want media and a different kind of content I think they are I think there is a definitely a potential for migration to home home viewing more than yeah. ever yeah um, but I think there always will be a place in a city to go see a movie and mm-hmm. I, I find that very romantic and um, yeah. I do appreciate franchises that keep people going to the theaters oh i mean i love that the mcu i there's a few i mean there's some that have been better than others but i don't think personally i don't think they've made like a real turkey film i don't think any of their movies and you know the moral what i love about the marvel franchise is the moral integrity and compass Mm -hmm. of those films they really do always kind of tackle who are you what are your fears what do you need to overcome and we all have that so i think that's why they're so popular because it really does ignite um a moral compass within yourself and kind of um, helps you remind yourself of like, Oh yeah, I'm scared of something too. And look at this hero, you know, battling it away and, yeah. and, and saving the day. It's uh, it's always a story we can cheer for, which yeah, is why it's true. They're very simple stories as far as heroes and villains, which I, I appreciate. And, and exactly. they do such a good job with casting. I think that, oh that helps God. a lot. There have been it's so true. It's that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah there have been very few miscastings in the MCU <laughs> And, uh, and so that helps a lot because if you're going to root for a hero, you need to be able to, uh, they need to have charisma and they need to, you know, so, uh, yeah. And I mean, they've just had a really great streak eh? with, uh, with you know black panther being so great and and yeah oh my God. (laughs) Black Panther kind of showed that you can take um minorities into a leading um people say oh it's you know it's following the cliche formula and to me i'm saying yeah that's the point though Mm -hmm. you take a blockbuster formula like the other marvel films Mm -hmm. you um put minorities that typically aren't uh recognized Mm -hmm. in those leading roles and you still have an equal if not more box office success so it's kind of annihilating the preconceived notion that certain types of faces need to be visible Mm -hmm. to create money and it's kind of um offering a reminder of you know we all deserve it you know and we want to move towards an Mm -hmm. arena hopefully in film and entertainment where one day it'll be like what's diversity what's you know what's a minority and a majority it's just the best person for the job let's break the mm-hmm. pendulum of yeah. needing to correct that's, well, and that's kind of my hope for yeah. the industry is like it the future generations are like oh my god you gotta fight for these roles that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. the kind of conversation i hope to see one day well and people just want to see good movies exactly. uh, and yeah. and black panther was a good movie i i think it actually had something really important to say because it it was about more than just in this case more than just a hero and villain because because killmonger he had a uh not to get too deep into black panther but like he had you know uh, like, he had a, he had a good movie yeah right <laughs> he had a, a really clear motivation for for he wasn't just some he wasn't just a bland villain 
he he wanted to wakanda to come out and to help these people that he had seen suffering and and he saw that as kind of shameful that chakala and all of them had had hidden behind this wall and uh and that makes sense that's a valid point of view so it makes it interesting and it was very grounded mm -hmm. storytelling and i yeah. think uh, the actors just they the, all their every uh, every single actor in that film their performance really took my breath away it was mm -hmm. such an emotionally charged and entertaining film and it made me very excited about yeah. uh, just the the direction that the industry is going which is you know let's let's just let's see everybody we're all equal we're all more alike than we mm -hmm. are different you know we all have yeah. the same emotional struggles on a day-to-day -day basis no one is immune to that and i think that that is the power of art that is the power of storytelling that is the power of film and tv i think that's what really draws me to the profession as an actress yeah. is um we get to connect people with each other and, and hopefully if we're doing our jobs right and if the storytelling lends itself the opportunity then what we're mm -hmm. saying is we're all more alike we're all connected we all it's the, the answer really for me in the end is love mm -hmm. universal yeah. unconditional love for the planet for each other because we're all here for a short period of time and i think we share lessons through stories and i think that's why movies will never go away or or books or art you know art is such an integral part of society and i feel i feel very lucky to be an entertainer and to do that yeah yeah uh, <laughs> i have a on my twitter my pinned uh pin is from the wizard of oz is a heart is a heart is not judged by how much you love but by how much you are loved by others and that's for the tin man <laughs> i think that that's oh my God, really true i love the tin man i love that movie what a beautiful quote yeah, yeah. it's true yeah, yeah. I, I i actually wholeheartedly believe that as well i think we're i think um you know the spiritual aspect of life is to be of service to others mm -hmm. i think it really when you, when i'm at my best because you know we're all human we all have our days but when i'm sure. at my best i really feel like i am of service to the people around me because then i'm looking after the people around me in my own life you know the community when i go outside to have care and consideration for others i think that's you know yeah what I, what i kind of aim for yeah if you think about the the whole story in christmas carol like the problem with scrooge is not that he's a rich man it's that he shut out the world Mm -hmm. and uh, he's, mm -hmm. he, he, uh, he has yeah. uh, stopped serving he stopped loving wow. the people around him and as soon as that's the only change it's not like he's not rich anymore oh, yeah. <laughs> the end. Uh, and that's like uh, the perfect yeah. that's a perfect example of what we're talking about yeah, yeah. exactly yeah um well speaking of superheroes so you were on legends of tomorrow that must have been fun oh yeah it's such a great show to be a part mm -hmm. of i i had a, a small role recurring on that but it was really funny it kind of like the show kind of like made it for me in a way. Um, I mean, yeah, kind of. So I, I actually, a little bit of info on that that people don't know is, um, oh, I can't even remember, I'm so bad with timelines. Honestly, I have the worst brain in the world. I have such a bad memory. But uh, I was contacted by the show um, because I wanted to find at first a body double for Tala. And I had had a break between filming. Um, I think I had just cut off a Hallmark film. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, uh, they're looking for an actress in the city who could double for her. And you look very similar to her in terms of like, you know, that they just felt we did. And I, they're like, would you mind coming in for the day as an actor, but just doubling? I was like, yeah, no problem. So I did. And I met Tala, hit it off with her. 
had a great day with her. Oh my God, just fell in love with her. She was just this like bright little beacon of light. Um, and then a few months later, I got an email saying, Tala requested you to play her mom in a flashback. Would you be interested? And I was like, are you serious? Could I love this woman anymore? Yeah, if she wants me to, because we really hit it off that day. We just had such amazing conversations. And then that ended up turning into three episodes. And um, there was uh, an opportunity for more, but there was just a bit of, um, it didn't, the story didn't end up going that way. But, and the show, I, every time I walk on set and see them, I give them all a big hug. And I say, like, it's just, I will say yes to Legends of Tomorrow anytime they want me. Mm-hmm. They're such a nice show such a nice, um, like working with Tala is always incredible. And I feel like it was just a little gift that kept on giving to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just kind of like the show was like, we really like you. We want to bring you back. I'm like, okay, yeah, I really like you guys too. I want to come back. So, mm-hmm. um, it was nice to kind of, uh, I don't have a big part of that show, but I didn't mind coming in and I, I'll, I'll, I'll always say yes to those yeah. guys. That's cool. I've heard good things about all those CW shows that film up there in Vancouver. It seems like people have a really good experience. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow is amazing. Like even their wardrobe department, I walk Mm -hmm. in and the, 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 the people behind the, the wardrobe department, even them, when I see them before I go fit for an episode, they have the most incredible energy. And I tell them they actually have one of the best uh, fitting rooms in Vancouver because they just made it so homey and so cozy. It's just oh, every, yeah. there's some kind of positive energy with the crew on that show that's very very special. And I always tell them whenever I go on set, yeah, it's always such a delight um, to to work with them. That's cool. Yeah, we had um, uh, Donna Benedicto on. Uh, on oh yeah, I'm friends with her. Actually, you know her. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah, she's the her. best. She was yeah. such a fun interview, and she particularly was. She got talking- me boxing, actually. Oh really? Yeah, she yeah, talked boxed all- in the studio. <laughs> Well, this all about the, the 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 craft services and catering at oh, the different Donna and her Instagram stories with yeah. catering. She could literally put a book together on craft services yeah. and food in the film industry. Her videos are so adorable. Yeah, we were yeah. dying laughing. She was so yeah, fun and yeah, she's she was awesome. a super girl. Her. She told oh, us yeah. about the super girl craft services. <laughs> of course, of course she did. Of course she got in a podcast. And start talking about food. <laughs> I love you. It was our favorite. It was so funny. They're like, yeah. oh, those CW shows, they have the good catering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Donna, is, I, she's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, so you were in Meagle All the Way this last yeah. Christmas, and we were so excited about it because not only. Yeah were you in the movie but it had so many of our favorites with jen lily who we love and, and lindsey yeah. wagner who's the best and, oh my god lindsey wagner is an amazing human yeah, yeah. yeah um and and then you were also paired up with casey manderson which was really we love casey manderson oh casey is such a class act he yeah. is so great to work with i wish him nothing but success and the best um, yeah. he's like he's just one of those people that you're like, I am so glad I know you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's Casey for you. And yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone, everyone was so great on that on that film. And I had so much fun with Jen. She's such a riot. And I'm pretty sure Lindsay Wagner gave me like some sage spiritual life advice. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's just one of those people. Actually, she did. I'm not going to go into the conversation, but she actually and we actually did have a sit down. Yeah. And she like this gave me this incredible advice, and my eyes widened and my mouth dropped open. <laughs> 
And I looked at her and I'm pretty sure I said something along the lines of like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's a very special person. Yeah. She seems, she was at Fan X here in Utah this last uh, uh, September and her and Lee Majors were there. And yeah, she seemed that way that she's uh, so, so like thoughtful yeah. and, uh, and yeah, very meditative, very, uh, oh, yeah. just seemed like a really cool person. Oh, she's, she's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh And you must've had a lot of laughs in that set. Oh, always. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was, we had a lot of fun filming that movie. Uh I mean, if you're next to Jen all day, you're going to laugh. And our director, Alan Harmon, he's a local director in town and, Uh uh, his son is actually Richard Herman and his daughter is Jessica Herman, who are pretty big actors in the film industry in Vancouver. It's a really amazing film family. And Alan is just, he's got dry wit and humor like you wouldn't believe. You know, he'll just uh-huh. walk past you and he'll just throw in a line so casually. And you're like, did he just say that? And you're just, yeah. he switches. And he'll, he won't even wait for the reaction. He's already gone. Like, he's just incredible. Mm-hmm. He was so yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that cast it was it was like they huh. were uh, were, were gathered. Brand, from, yeah, the nicest guy. Nice, I would love I to interview him. Scenes. Oh, Brand. Oh, he's a legend. I um, we we only were. I, I had very few scenes with him, but we uh-huh. were kind of like always on set. So yeah, um, I got to kind of get to know him, and oh man, like talk about a class act, just like Casey. Brand is such uh-huh. a good guy. And at, the, at that time, he was just so excited to talk about his fiance and his life. And he's mm-hmm. so family oriented and he's so positive. Like, he's just such a great guy. And I, I you know, everyone in that film was really amazing, I have to say. Yeah, because it, it was like they pulled from Hallmarkie's podcast because we've interviewed Preston Vanderslide, who we love. It, okay. Ava Grace Cooper has been on our show. Oh, Ava! Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Staub has been on our show. Be on nurses. And I was like, oh, Ava. Oh, she she is. She's gonna be on nurses. No, no, she just congratulated me like oh, like yeah. yesterday, and we just had a little like oh, thank you. Like we just talked. Oh, that's that's cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's she's a really cute little girl, uh, very talented, and um, yeah. And Rebecca Staub, she was on Mingle all the way, and she came and did an interview, and it was amazing. That's great. Yeah, she, she was such she's she is such a good storyteller. Oh, it, right on. <laughs> because some people, you know, it's like you kind of have to drag it out of them, which is fine, you know, and, and, uh, got to yeah. get them going. Some people are uh, really, uh, more comfortable being actors than they are doing interviews. Like I know for yeah, me, sure. uh, interviews always make me really uncomfortable, but then I'm like, just be yourself. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, not, I'm not surprised to hear that. Well, and, but some people, it's just, you, you kind of just get them going and they go and, yeah. uh, and they tell these amazing stories. And, and she was totally one of those people. Like she had such, she was, she was great. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've had Jen and Lily on twice. We've had Casey Anderson on. We just, uh, we've had you on. So it, it's just a really fun group. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it, and it really is. Yeah, we had a really great time. Did, did you get to see uh, Brant Daughtry's Christmas movie this year? No, it's oh. been such a busy year for me. I actually yeah. have a lot of catching up to do. I highly recommend it. It was called A Christmas Movie yeah. Christmas. And uh, well, I'm sure he, anything with him in it is going to be great. Him and his wife are both in it and they both wrote it. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's amazing. I oh, know. Gee, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. See, I actually did not know that. And I'm so not surprised to hear that. Oh, 
I'm so happy for them. That's, that's honestly wonderful. Yeah. It was so funny. It's about, uh, the, these two sisters who, uh, end up inside a TV Christmas movie. She's a Christmas movie and one of them's kind of cynical and one of them is, you know, super loves these kind of movies. And it was just, it was really funny. It was very creative and, and, uh, they, they kind of good naturally poke fun at the genre and, uh, and it was, Oh, that's cute. I mean, Hallmark does that from time to time in a, in a jestful way, which is really cute. Yeah. So I'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're good folks over at Care Of. And right now you can get 50% off your first order at Care Of. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. And what Care Of does, it's a really great thing, especially for this time of the year where everybody is making resolutions, everyone's trying to be healthier. And what they do is they provide vitamins, protein powders, and other products that come straight to your door. So it's easy. And uh, it's really customized. You can go in, you can take a quiz, uh, and the quiz will help you to feel to figure out what is most important for you, whether it's something to help your fitness routine, whether it's something to help your sleeping, your stress, uh, whatever it might be. And uh, it, it was very helpful. I got the chance to, to do the quiz, and I've had two different packages from Care Of, and I've really found it helpful. They have a great attention to detail uh, where everything has your name on it. Everything is really, they really try to make it custom for you. And it's just been very helpful. And I, I found myself doing much better in taking my vitamins uh, than I was before. And also, it's not just some multi-use vitamin. It's more more catered to my needs, my taste, uh, what my lifestyle, my skepticism level as far as vitamins, all that is taken into account, which I think is really important. They also have a very high focus on quality. They have science and research that goes into all their products. Uh, they, their, their protein powders, which are some of the best, uh, they have real ingredients like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. So right now you get 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. So you are going to be in, the reason why we wanted to have you on the show now is that you are starting a very exciting new series uh, and I, I've seen um, some of the your some of the trailers and different things that you posted. Um, it called Nurses, and uh, this is uh, this is super exciting. How did you end up getting the role? Uh, I, and uh, and I'm excited for you to tell us all about it. Oh yeah, well thanks. Uh, you know, thanks for reaching out and to uh, wanting to talk about it. It's something, you know, nurses is one of those projects where I am actually so excited to promote it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm not excited about projects in the past, but this one has definitely changed my life. And the role of Nazneen, the character that they allowed me the privilege to pay, to play, um, it was a dream job. Is mm-hmm. the kind of role that I I've been waiting my whole career for. Is how I feel. Yeah. Uh, playing Nazneen, she is such a layered, grounded, funny, brave, authentic character that I honestly can't believe I got to play. I'm still pinching myself. The writing, the journey that they took her on for season one. I actually cried with our creator and showrunner Adam Peddle at the end and thanked him and his writing team for giving me the kind of content that 
I had been waiting my kind of whole life to play. And every role up until then has always been a gift. It's not to detract from any of the previous roles that I was very lucky to be a part of and to play, but this was just one of those roles where I, at the end of it, at the end of season one, I went, oh my God, I got to do that. Yeah. I got to play that. Um, so Nurses is, um, is a, I'll describe the show. It's a new 10 episode, one hour character driven, character driven medical drama featuring a Canadian ensemble cast. So go Canada. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm really proud of it. It's set in Toronto. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's authentically Canadian. Um, it's really a coming of age series following five rookie nurses, <coughs> pardon me, who are fresh out of school and they're working the front lines of a busy downtown Toronto hospital and they've dedicated their lives to helping others, but you know, this is a, this is drama, it's TV. And they're, so they're really also really helping to, they're really struggling to help themselves, which I think is quite true for anyone who is new on a, on a, on a career path that they're really sure. excited about. There's always learning curves along the way, especially when you're first stepping foot and the audience really gets to take that journey with us. They, they're invited into our world on day one on the first day of them being nurses, which is so exciting. And I think it's a really, really amazing um, perspective to enter the show from. So I'm really glad that they did that. And so, you know, it's throughout the show, you're witnessing their interaction with patients, with their own relatives, between each other. And it quickly leads them to discovering that nursing is not, of course, about just biology and chemistry and anatomy, but it's also about psychology, mm -hmm. compassion, and of course, it's a show, so romantic complications. Mm -hmm. So um, my character, Naz, when you meet her, Nazneen is a whip-smart daughter of, from a wealthy family in India who moves to Canada to reinvent herself, and she is starting her first job ever, like ever, ever, ever. And the reason as to why she moved to Canada and why this is her first job and her journey is going to be unveiled as the season progresses. Mm. And yeah, that's, that was actually the most um, exciting part about playing this character is she's really someone who's looking to rediscover who she is authentically in this new environment. And as an audience, you're, you're witness to the shifts and changes that occur as she tries to adjust herself to this new life that she chose. So, um, you know, she's in a free fall of letting go of preconceived notions of, of herself. And, and, you know, my comparison to Nazneen would be when I first moved to L.A., I had, you know, I didn't know a single person in the city. And so I felt like I had a fresh canvas, a fresh slate. No one knew me when I, I, I literally knew, like, I actually didn't know anybody when I first moved to L.A. Mm -hmm. So I got to kind of redefine myself through my relationships because no one had any past or history on me. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if anyone, you know, if you go to university, that happens to people when they're in high school and they have these preconceived ideas of who they think they are. And then they're in university and then they're like, wait, I get to actually choose who I am right now because no one knows who I am. That's Nazneen's journey where she's, she's in a new environment and she really gets that fresh slate. And, you know, because she comes from a wealthy family and because this is her first job ever, it's a bit comedic, it's a bit funny, but it's also very, very emotional and very authentic. And, and mm -hmm. the, the, people keep asking, why? Why does she come from India? And I'm like, that's a great question. You're going to find out. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of my character in a separate great. show. So, oh, it was such a dream. Oh yeah. my God, it was such a dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Thank uh, you. Like, we were all like, oh, look, it's so exciting. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so you had to 
you had to do a little bit of an accent it seems like from the clips I've seen yeah we had a discussion about that before the show began and I really felt strongly about um maintaining an accent because my mom is actually an immigrant from India who mm -hmm. became a nurse FYI I can't believe it That's... so you can imagine this is kind of a part of why this was a dream job for me yeah like oh my gosh are, are you freaking kidding me yeah I get to play, play a character who's an immigrant to Canada yeah that is literally my mom's story and Nazneen really of course cool. is her own oh my gosh you have no idea it was so emotional for me <laughs> I was like I said to the show I was like I promise you I will pour my heart into this this is very this is like this really means a lot that you guys yeah, gave the green light and uh to, you know I, I can't thank Global and the producers of, of Nurses and our showrunner Adam Petal and the writing team for saying yes to me and saying, yeah, why don't you give Nazneen a go? I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. They're the first, it's my first series regular. So yeah. I'm very thankful to this network and this show for having faith in me and believing that I can carry uh, her story. And so it was, and, and you know what is crazy? We haven't even aired yet and they have already greenlit our second season. Yes. Oh, that's what? so exciting. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I, I sobbed. I was actually um, starting my Christmas shopping when I found out I was super late and um, <laughs> I was on the streets on Robson in Vancouver yeah. and I got the email and I had out. an umbrella. It was lightly raining, I remember. And I just <laughs> dropped my umbrella down and the rain started hitting my face and I just started crying. Oh. I was just like, oh my God, like, are you kidding me? Is this my life? Like, is this real? Like, it was just, yeah. So when you ask me how was my 2019, I'm, I'm going to say to you, is there's yeah. nothing about <laughs> oh that's so yeah. great i'm so happy oh, because thanks. i think i mean and this might sound uh patronizing but it's true i i just i think i when i saw you in your you know small roles on these homies, i was like that's she's talented she oh, is a good at all. That's so she funny. is a really she does a really good job and yeah. um and i i'm so happy because oh, i i just feel you. like you just, you just, you deserve it. And oh, that, that really means a lot. I, uh, I'm, I'm still pinching myself, honestly. And I'm really, I really believe in this show. Yeah. I are, and I, and I say this because I got to read the script every read through and I was uh -huh. crying at every read through. And I really attest it to, I, I cannot give enough credit to our showrunner and a creator of the show, yeah. Adam Pebble. His, he was the captain of our ship. And he put together a team of writers that really wanted to step to s tell grounded, authentic stories. And I really don't feel like anyone phoned it in. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why uh, we're all so excited. Not, and I, this is not saying that anyone would ever do that, but we, uh, I just know that we all poured our hearts into it so mm -hmm. much at every department i mean i even like the extras oh my god our extras would show up in the snow I, i'll never forget one day there was a snowstorm and i i get picked up and driven to set in toronto it's where we film our series and that day i remember joking saying oh my god thank god i get picked up and driven to set because like i can't believe like these driving conditions uh -huh. and i expected um you know, there was a lot of expected delays and I walk in and it's, um, we have a lot of regular occurring extras on our show because it's a mm -hmm. hospital. And so we get the opportunity to rehire a lot of the same faces. Uh -huh. And I just remember walking in and being like, oh my God, everyone's here. 
Yeah. And I just was like, thank you guys. You know, and everyone was so positive on that show every day. I can't describe it. There was just this magic on the set that like top down extras to PAs, to the crew, to the, our, our talented guest stars are obviously the core five cast and the recurrings and the producer global was so behind the show and so excited about it. So, you know, we're all, I'm like, I'm just biting my nails and crossing my fingers that people like it. And, you know, they feel connected to yeah. it because uh, you just, you know, you put it out there and you're like, all right, let's see. But I really right. believe in it. And so I think that's why it's been so easy for me to promote um, because it's just, it's so genuine from the heart that I'm like, I really believe in this. And I, I really think it brings people together and it connects us. And, and, and also like my mom's a nurse and the yeah. show really does at its heart want to honor the legacy of nurses. And I feel like we all know a nurse, you know, and I, and um, medical procedures, what makes them so special is we get to not only watch a story about servitude and, and being a service to others, which right. is no greater act than a nurse, honestly. Yeah. Right. Nurses, True. firefighters, police officers, they are, and I think that's why they're always so heavy on, on television because mm -hmm. we get to recognize that servitude. And then on top of that, it's our guest stars. So I think audiences can always connect to that level. And I think that's why medical dramas, the format works is because you get the connection through the stories of people who are in service to others, but then you also can have any walk of life at any given point in any episode, walk in and go, this is my story. This is where I'm at. And you literally don't know like what, what's going to happen to them. And like in any hospital, it can flip on a dime. Mm -hmm. And I think what differentiates nurses is our unique chemistry between our cast. Mm -hmm. There was just this, like everyone kept saying it and we really hope the audience feels it as well. It's like, there's just a chemistry between us. Yeah. We were all so different from one another. We all thought so differently. We all came from, uh, we all genuinely came from such different walks of life and such brought such different vibrations to each role. And then I, I felt like that, that, that like the just putting us all together had this kind of electrifying chemistry so the character driven aspect and the story that Adam Peddle and the writers brought to in terms of our backstories and who we are and then also really fleshing out the guest stars mm -hmm. they were not two-dimensional characters they I really and that's one of the major things I said to them on the show is like wow every episode yeah. I feel like my heart just wrenches for these guest stars you know their stories are so human so yeah, yeah, I hope people like it. <laughs> so, so yeah, and, and you have of the five nurses, the leads, it's three female, two male. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So there's uh, Tiara Scobie who plays uh, Grace. There's Natasha Callis who plays Ashley. There's Jordan Johnson Hins who plays Keon. There's me who plays Nazneen. And there is Donald McLean Jr. who plays Wolf. And um, we have also a really incredible um, group of recurring actors that also are on our show um, on a regular basis that we were very lucky to have uh, a part mm -hmm. of our story. So it's just a really combined effort of everyone that I think really made this mm -hmm. show special. Yeah, that'll be interesting because we do see something like nursing as a traditionally female role. Um, and here you're going to have, uh, of course, that's, there's lots of male nurses too. There's nothing. Lots, and if you have, yeah. Uh, and if you kind of explore the different roles uh, that we uh, kind of that we that we typecast different genders to, I think could be interesting, and yeah, uh, and also the relationship between the nurses and the doctors, I think, could be an interesting thing to explore. 
Oh, there's, you said it, there's Mm -hmm. so much to explore because, you know, typically on TV, nurses are kind of like the one-liners that come in, you know, and they're not really a story that is like, there have been definitely nurse stories in the past. And I, 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 Mm -hmm. there's an article that got released um, this morning on the Toronto star that kind of, I, I, they have a list at the beginning of all the nurse shows that have previously existed before nurses mm-hmm. um but the thing is it's not it's not common enough there and there hasn't been one mainstream like ours in a very long time yeah so i think it was nurse jackie was the last big one I think. oh yeah be, and I that's like different but it's that's, different you know it's more so, subversive uh, yeah so yeah. i uh yeah you know this is the creators of rookie blue and saving hope so that'll really give you an indication of kind of like the tonality and energy of nurses. Uh, but of course, it's, it's going to be a little different because their projects are always a little different from each other. But sure. we were so, so lucky. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so and I, I just can't excited for you. Again, I just can't wait to see what journey they take her on season yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So when are you guys going to start like f- filming season two? Are you, is that all Not scheduled? Sure some loose dates but it's not confirmed uh-huh. uh but we just know we're getting back to camera yeah. um as soon as we can so it's wow. uh, yeah it's pretty pretty great and now we've got the premiere in exactly oh no it's less than one week now in, in, in yeah. next monday uh 8 p.m on global if you're in canada uh they will be airing our first episode and then tomorrow if you're Canadian, on Global's website, they're actually as a teaser uh, for the new year, offering the first episode for free to oh, watch. Great. Okay. Yeah, a, a little bit early, which is really, yeah. really great. So, so we're actually airing this on Monday. So, um, oh, 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 you know, no, it's it's fine. Today, I guess. <laughs> um, so Ooh, I just did a time jump. No, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Is this is this time traveling? Is this how it works? <laughs> so make sure that you yeah you check it out so it'll be tonight will be the the first episode and and i'm i'm gonna try to find a way to watch it here in the states yeah Uh, i know we're getting so many questions about it and um i will be definitely first to share once we kind of get any official news on uh, distribution uh outside of canada definitely great well that's i'm so happy for you i i just think you really you deserve it and i can't wait to see it and uh so well we uh like to end our i don't know if you remember last time i at least i think we did the team b question oh, last I time i kind of remember yeah. this yeah so, oh, I <laughs> so yeah, we have sure. a holiday edition of the team b questions and so <laughs> we're gonna, we haven't done that one with you yet so we're going to uh go back i assume you had a a, a, a nice uh holiday season this last yeah yes very busy uh oh, i thanks. i i covered a lot of movies but it was fun it was really fun oh wow good for you that's so a lot of hard holidays but I'm, I'm glad it was a good experience yeah it was it was really wonderful and so here we go let's okay. give you the team beat christmas questions sure what is your favorite holiday drink oh favorite holiday drink it's eggnog yeah 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 uh all right what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat mm. You know, it's really silly, but um, I never have apple pie very much, but I have uh-huh. it during the holidays and it's my favorite with a bit of vanilla ice cream. Oh my God. Mm. 
it's actually Yum. something in our household that we just um we always have apple pie yeah. and vanilla ice cream in the house during the holidays and for yeah. some reason it's just not something i think to buy on my day-to-day -day. Uh -huh. uh, so it ends up kind of becoming a holiday treat for yeah. me weirdly enough but i mean um it's, holiday it's treat delicious. itself lint chocolates lint chocolates lint chocolates <laughs> yeah very good <laughs> <laughs> okay what is your favorite uh christmas song or carol Oh, oh my gosh, you're going to make fun of me, but Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas yeah. is You. I mean, how, I, it's the most overplayed Christmas song of all time, and it's because people like me yeah. listen to it a thousand times on repeat and drives other family members insane because I ruined the song for them. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's legendary. I mean, it, it's, so many people have picked that song. I mean, I think for this question. really cemented the, the classicness of the song because, I mean, when that little girl sings all I want for Christmas is you in love actually. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's like such an amazing movie moment. It's so cute. And then he's on the drums and he's like, I want that girl. <laughs> yeah. That little kid is just like, that's the love of my life. And it's that song. You that's know? true. So I forgot about that. Song. You're right. Oh my gosh. I love that song. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was really funny on November 1st, uh, Mariah Carey tweeted out. She's like, it's official. Uh, this is the, you can start celebrating you can listen to the song now you can start celebrating christmas now <laughs> and i'm like okay yeah she's the queen of christmas she's earned that right <laughs> you can officially like, you start. Know, like she has earned that right and then it's so <laughs> funny that she even knows that it's overplayed and she's like yeah. now you can start my friends yeah. that's that's really really funny it that's was so funny. it was really funny yeah. uh do you have a favorite classic christmas movie that you you like oh you know, oh my gosh, it's, I, I'm just forgetting the name right now, but you know the Arnold Schwarzenegger one where he's like, oh, the jingle all the way. way? Jingle all the way. Oh my God. I, I, which, oh, I, I actually love that movie. It's so silly. And Die Hard. I yeah. love Die Hard. The original <laughs> Die Hard for Christmas yeah. is so good for a classic for me. <laughs> the Holiday, Love Actually, um, <laughs> The Grinch. It's such a cute film. I mean, there's so many. There's an uh, there's one we watched as a family this holiday. Um, oh my gosh! I'm you know I <laughs> my brain is like spaghetti right now. I've just been. Um, hold on. I'm just gonna. I'm actually gonna Google it. I have a computer in front of me right now. <laughs> the Christmas Chronicles. How could I forget? Oh yeah. It's so it. cute. It's so cute. I just love it. Yeah. Um, we we kind of we have Kurt a, Russell is incredible yeah. Santa like he's just amazing and Goldie Hawn at the end yeah oh you know they're making a sequel I'm they're so glad that they are yeah I'm actually yeah. so glad that they are because that movie was so sweet um yeah I watched it with my nieces and uh yeah it was really really adorable well, and Oliver Hudson has a small role and he's there you know, oh yeah kid, so that's yeah fun. Uh, yeah, it, we kind of joke about that movie on our podcast because when we were covering it, we have a, one of our co-hosts, her name's Amy. She is young, a youngster. She just, she's in her early twenties and she didn't know who Kurt Russell was. And we were like, so we were like, oh, oh shocked. How could you not know? Christmas Chronicles and yeah. you can just let her know it's Santa. She's like, what was that? <laughs> what was the big deal about that, uh, about that woman coming in at the end or whatever? And I'm like, you don't know who Goldie Hawn is or Kurt Russell? So you're teasing her. Uh, well, I'm a movie fiend. I'm a like, movie fiend. So I, I just, I, I yeah, watch a lot. Yeah, we're like that. You know that obscure hidden actor who's been in a few projects. 
you know, just Goldie Hawn. She, uh, yeah. you know, she was uh, some actor, some, you know, like she was a huge movie star, but no yeah. movies. Uh, I love but... Goldie Hawn. Actually, I find her energy. I feel oh, yeah. I don't know Goldie Hawn, but I want to know Goldie Hawn. Right. I feel like she is such a positive person. Yeah. I just like if there's someone I could have lunch with, I feel like I would yeah. choose Goldie Hawn. I, yeah. She would. Be, you know, you'd have some laughs. I just feel pretty confident that you'd smile. <laughs> I know. I she agree. just seems like that person. You know. <laughs> I know she seems like so genuinely in love with life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, do you have a favorite holiday tradition that you try to do every year? We open up a Christmas song, a Christmas Eve at night. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, yeah. Did you have a memorable Christmas gift? I mean, did you celebrate Christmas growing up? As oh yeah, as a little definitely. kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean. <sighs> gosh, I don't know. I, everyone is really special to me. I know it's cheesy, but, <laughs> um, that's actually a real answer. I, yeah. uh, I, I'm always someone who's going to appreciate someone giving me a gift right. no matter what it is. I, I do remember when I was a kid, my aunt actually gave me a little, um, Sailor Moon, uh, doll. Oh, that's right. That I like Sailor really, Moon. really loved. And, um, man, I, I, I had that thing for forever. Yeah. It was like, so I, I just like, I was like, what? You got me this. Oh my God, you're the best aunt ever. Like, so I would get her a tea anytime she wanted in the house. I was yeah. like, Auntie, what do you need? I call her Masi. Actually, I'm, I'm saying it wrong. In our culture, we have a designation for every type of um, relationship. Uh -huh. So her name was actually Masi, which means my mom's sister. Aww. So I was like, Masi G, what do you want? What can I get you? Because I was just like, oh my God, you're the best person in the whole world. <laughs> so I do remember that. <laughs> That's really cute. That's perfect. Okay. Who do you prefer, Scrooge or the Grinch? Oh, um, I'd say, oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'd say the Grinch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, clear lights or colored? <laughs> good, good question. <laughs> Depends on my mood. Okay. Uh, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Snowball fight, for sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? I sometimes can be an epic gift wrapper, but <laughs> if I'm short on time, I can be a horrendous gift wrapper. Yeah. And my family always knows how much time I had because I do really <laughs> like to wrap gifts. Yeah. And I can go all out. And actually, I'm one of those people that will like do the whole like um, trick thing. Like I'll do like, sometimes I'll like make like hidden things around the house. Like they'll open up a card and be like, go to this area. And they'll open up another card. And be like, oh, go cute. And then here's a gift, but it's really like a five cent candy or something like that. And I'll make <laughs> I just get so entertained at people doing that. Like it's, it's really for me, it's such a laugh. Yeah. So I'm, um, and then if I'm in a rush, it's like just present and wrapping with a bit of tape. And I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> Have you seen, there's a little thing going around on Twitter and stuff with this, this woman, she decided to, to kind of test her little girl. She's probably like, I don't know, three or something. Banana? Little, with the banana. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. I cried. I cried. <laughs> I cried. And I sent it to everyone I know. Yeah, me too. I cried and I sent it to everyone I know. And I was just like, I'm an a-hole for wanting anything other than this banana. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was like, so cute. It's such a reminder of the holidays. And actually, that's yeah. one thing our family's really migrating towards right now is um, we've actually, uh, we're doing uh, 
secret Santa now because we don't uh -huh. want the pressure of the holidays for having to get a gift for everyone because we started to kind of get the sense that we are losing the point of the holidays and that pressure of like not wanting to let anyone down and like making sure you get yeah. a thoughtful gift for everyone and then all of a sudden you kind of find that you're running yourself ragged trying to like just make sure the people that already love you know that they love you right and so um you know now we do a secret santa where you can focus on one person because i love giving gifts and we'll do like little stocking stuffers and stuff like that but if you focus on one secret santa then you can focus on that one person and then it actually makes for us we really have been enjoying that because um it makes you kind of connect more with the family and have more time to like relax mm -hmm. and just kind of make the holidays really a holiday because our we, I have a big Indian family, man. Like those gifts can get real. <laughs> we start, you know, yeah. And like it, it really becomes like a four month endeavor if you're like trying to get gifts for everyone. You're like, I should start in August. So um, I kind of think this is the point of Christmas, which is I think yeah. connection and and family and love and and um, spending time with one another, which is really our priority as a family so yeah that's cool well, last yeah. question do you have an ugly christmas sweater oh my god it's so funny you asked that that was uh the theme of this year for our oh family <laughs> so i actually got a horrendous one it was a i say horrendous because you know it's you know the ugly christmas style sweater but uh -huh. I, I was an elf i was an elf sweater so like I was the movie elf. elf or just like an elf elf uh, like a, it was just like a vintage it was oh, like a cool. vintage sweater that someone had knit I actually got it vintage oh and, that's um, nice yeah I don't know how probably like 20 years old or something I have no idea but um yeah it was like someone knit the a sweater so it made you look like an elf <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you know all this funny stitching on stuff that, and stuff like that on it so uh yeah it was I was like, I'm gonna go for this, and our whole family did. I got one sweater for someone who was a lamb. You know, it was on Amazon, like a llama. Uh -huh. I got a llama one, which is really <laughs> funny. Oh my god, we actually, yeah, every year we we pick something different. I'm I'm very lucky, you know. Um, there's a lot of love in my family, which I'm very grateful for, and I'm also so very aware that there are so many families out there that don't have that connection, that mm -hmm. don't get that opportunity, that can't afford gifts, that struggle, that, you know, as soon as the holidays come around, they feel that guilt. And sometimes, you know, that, that hardship of being like, oh, wow, here's that time of year again, where I get to feel bad about myself. Right. So, um, you know, it's something I really always want to make us like, make a statement about, which is, you know, I want everyone to know that they are unconditionally loved and supported and the holidays is just a time to connect with loved ones. But I feel like it's so important to not put that pressure on people to make it that way it is in the movies because some people simply do not have the financial means right. or they do not come from a household that has that love and support. So I'm very lucky to know that I do have that, which is why I really cherish it. And I don't take it for granted. And we make it a priority in our family to kind of like, you know, um, to recognize how lucky we are. But, you know, I, I just, my hope for everyone through the holidays is that if you don't have family, that you're able to make your own and you can create your own family and you don't need gifts for Christmas. You don't need a lot. You just need someone to care about or someone to care about you. And yeah. that's enough. That's simply, that is honestly 
enough because we're all here for such a short period of time on this planet and we all should just feel good about ourselves. I really want people to love themselves because we yeah. all deserve to be loved. And this, like things can get highly commercialized and it's fun, you know, and you have, if you have the ability to do it and go for it. Like, you know, I love it when people go crazy or about Christmas. It's such a, it's such a blast, yeah. but I also, you know, recognize and, and, and want people to feel like if you don't have a lot, if you, that's okay too. Cause it's just a passing holiday right. and it's just about, it's, it's a holiday to connect, whether it's religious reasons, um, whether it's yeah. uh, family reasons that you can always make it your own reason over the holidays. And I want people to have joy in their life every day and to live their own authentic life to, you know, the best of their abilities. Cause that's all we could ever hope for or strive every day. Every day I have to choose to be who I am and get up and put one foot in, uh, like in front of the other. And I really, I guess I didn't even realize I was going to be talking about this, but I just want people to know that they can yeah. put one foot in front of the other and know that you're equal to everyone, despite your situation or who you are, where you come from. And no one is better than anyone else. And we're just yeah. all kind of just trying to make life to each our own the best we can. Well, it's such, it's such good counsel because, uh, you know, we know that, that comparison is the thief of joy. And if we're yes. looking at what other people have and it, 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 they, they can't do anything about that. Like they can't, exactly. and you're always comparing, uh, you know, your worst to their best. And if we can, uh, just yeah. try to be honest about, you know, how we're feeling and kind of manage our mental health. I think that's really, that's something oh my I, gosh. I'm I so believe very that. strongly mental in. Health. Mental health. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But also yeah. just trying to be in the moment and appreciate the the good that you have. I, I, in many ways, my, yeah. my Christmas was kind of a, some people might think that it was a little sad because uh, I was by myself uh, on Christmas because my parents I uh, were at in Virginia with my sister. And right. so then I saw them, we actually celebrated yesterday on the 30th oh, oh, with them, awesome. which was, which was great. And, um, and you know, I, I think that it made me, it, I, it's not the first time this happened to me. Um, it made me really appreciate the people I did see and the presence that I did have to open that day, yeah. you know, cause I only had a couple, you know, little things from friends. Um, yeah, and exactly. I don't know, I, I just, I think that, uh, you know, loneliness is a thing and it's real and you have to it deal is. with it. Um, but also if you can try to be kind of grateful for the good things in your life, uh, it, it's really, it'll really help you if you have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, and so, you know, and I have so, so much to be grateful for uh that uh it, it you know it's it's just it's an interesting interesting experience and um but but it, but anyway i really i really appreciate you saying that and i felt well, I like i really appreciate you sharing that you know because it's it, i think it's important for people to hear that i think it's important for people to know that you know it's it, people don't always get that opportunity sometimes ever to yeah. have the type of family that you and I have, and you weren't able to connect to yours on the holidays. Right. And, you know, it's, um, it's, it's like what you said, it kind of allowed you perhaps a moment of reflection of what yeah. you said, you know, and, yeah. and, um, you know, I, I have, 
like as a family, we've, we've definitely had our hardships in terms of our family. And um, those moments were, you know, any, everybody has experiences, hardships yeah. in their lives. Yeah. I know, I really believe no one's immune to that. And I think that's why we're all here. You know, yeah. we all have something we have to overcome, but if we can kind of remind each other that we all go through that journey, then maybe someone else goes, man, you know, like I can get through this. Maybe this, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel good about myself right now. I'm, I'm feeling yeah. lonely. I'm feeling sad. I'm, I'm worried that no one will ever care about me or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And to let them know, like, you know, everybody kind of goes through hardships and has fears and struggles and doubts about themselves and what the direction yeah. of where their life is going. And, and the thing is, is like suicide and over the holidays can be I don't want to take it that turn. like, I, but I do yeah. want to talk about it. I do want to actually talk about yeah. it. Like suicide kind of rates go up over the holidays, and I think it's because people don't believe that they can connect with people. And I'm, and I always mm-hmm. want to say, oh my gosh, you can, and you're amazing, yeah. and you have like so much power within yourself. You mm-hmm. know, to like, I, I think the world would be. Like I, I, like Greta Thunberg, I never say her last name right. Mm-hmm. She is an activist that, uh, around yeah. climate change. Mm-hmm. And everyone now has an opinion of her, whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of really sad to see these polarizing things being said to such a sweet little girl. But that being said, whatever people's viewpoints are on her politically, she's just a person in a classroom, a little a, a, a mm-hmm. teenager in a high school with no other conviction other than herself, who now has become a world figure. Mm-hmm. The power of a voice, the yeah. power of self-belief, anyone can be a Greta. Mm-hmm. And this is what people don't realize. If you love yourself, if you have courage, yeah. I have witnessed in my own life, trans- I've witnessed transformations in other people who um, didn't realize how how amazing they were and as soon as they were like oh my god I am lovable I am interesting and it was society or these bullies before that told me otherwise that I actually and I believe that narrative you know and and like someone like Greta it's just one person and everyone can be a Greta everyone can be a person and I mean some people might be like not a comparison I want to like a lot of people are very polarized around her which is kind of Mm. unreal to me but she's I'm blown away by her yeah. I'm so actually blown away by Greta because it's conviction that created a world platform and yeah. she literally just had one voice and then mm. she started a movement. It's just incredible to me, you know? It, it kind of makes me think of in uh, it, our church services on Christmas, uh, Christmas church services. Uh, I, it was very interesting. The, uh, they had a man who uh, is has just been going through rehab or is just finished or something like that. He was somebody I didn't know, uh, someone new to me. Um, anyway, he spoke and I thought it was a really kind of a bold choice, you know, for, for them to pick somebody like that. But I could totally see why once he did, because it was so moving. It was oh, really getting see, back I, to I the... I would love to have heard his speech. Yeah, it yeah. was so good. And uh, just about... The, the power of change and the power uh, you know, of yeah. uh, it, for him, it, the power of Christ in his life. And oh. it was, it was so good. And it really helped me re- kind of remember about what this is all about and why, you know, cause it, yeah. I've just been so just immersed in Christmas. Yeah. It was, it was so good. It was so good. And then 
uh somebody sang a holy night who actually can sing it and has the pipes to sing it and uh because i think that song song sung badly a lot but (laughs) uh but that (laughs) this was she was so good and i was just so bad and and uh and so yeah i think that's really really important and uh, if we can just remember that uh that uh our contribution even if it's just within uh, our community yeah even if it's just you and you know the people you see every day that's mm -hmm. enough even if it's just people on social media honestly that can be yes uh, it doesn't like you could be a you could be a a homemaker you could be a mom because then your contribution is to your children and what a legacy to leave behind yeah like the thing is your your reach can be as small as you want it to be because it's not small it's quite powerful Mm-hmm. because of that butterfly effect yeah. of positive change, you know? And for me, um, you know, people ask me, you know, where do you see yourself going in your career? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm yeah. just putting one foot in front of the other and I'm just trying to be as positive as I can be yeah. genuinely and trying to also, I, I am also, that's kind of why I brought up the holidays. Cause I also yeah. want people to know that my life is has been very exciting this year, but I also want them to know there was a lot of hardship that came with it, you sure. know, and it, I had to go through like years of rejection and I want people to know that their dreams are possible, yeah. that they can go after whatever they want because I had no, I didn't know a single person when I entered the film industry. Mm-hmm. I built my own contacts, you know, and I'm just into me. I, acting's just what I love. If I loved, say, I don't know, um, flowers, yeah. then you, we would never be having this talk because I'd be owning a flower shop. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's an equally successful life. It's just, find what kind of ignites you mm-hmm. and do that. And for me, it happens to be acting, which is mm-hmm. a really interesting platform to be an artist because then you get to talk to really interesting people and work with all the, and collaborate on different projects. And it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting way of, of living a life, but it's just one way of living a yeah. life. And I, and I, th- I honestly, I really believe we're all equal, yeah. you know? And so um, I'm, I would have quit acting a long time ago if I didn't love it this much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so happy for you. I'm so I, happy to talk to you. Uh, you, know, you. Every time I speak with you, I mean, it's the second time, but I, I, like you have this, this, you really listen and you have, I can tell you have such a big heart and you really care about community and bringing people together. And um, I just, I honestly want to say thank you. I, I'm, I've always like, I, I really enjoy speaking with you. Oh. I'm so dramatic. I'm like, always. Oh, thank you. Well, I wanted to leave. I figured this become a new tradition with us is I'm going to leave you with a movie recommendation. Oh, yes. watch. I like, like I did last time. Sure. So yeah. what I want to recommend is a movie called, <laughs> it's a movie called Funon. It's a little anim, indie animated film. Uh, Ooh, it's really yeah. good. It's available to rent now. So you can, you know, wherever you, how do I spell it? You to it's F U N A N and it's a film okay. about, uh, yeah, it's an animated film. It's about, uh, this family, uh, in a 1975 Cambodia during the Khmer Rouge, and they were kind of separated from their son. Uh, oh, wow. when it is an emotional movie, 
uh, in during Sounds these like. work, yeah, <laughs> these work camps uh, that uh, that they were forced into, and it's it is it is devastating at times, but it's also very hopeful, very beautiful. The animation's incredible. Uh, it's a wonderful movie, and uh, so that's my assignment cool. to you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Yes. I love it. Okay, good. All right. Well, we we need to have we need to not it needs to not be a year and a half before we hear back from you again. Uh, I'm going to uh, find a way to watch nurses and oh, yeah. let's and hear back once I know. Yeah, let's hear back from uh, from you at the end of the season, and uh, I uh, I would love that. And you're just a delight, and I'm so happy for you. You deserve Likewise. it. And uh, so if people want to follow you on social media, all that, how can they do so? I'm, I'm pretty much really, uh, I'm so bad with social media, but I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> new Instagram, it's Sandy Sid, S-A-N-D-Y-S-I-D. And I do have a Twitter account, which I always have to double check. Um, oh, it's, yes, it's Sandy underscore Sidhu, S-I-D-H-U. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, we'll have all that in the description section so people can follow you. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And make sure you guys are following the podcast all over the place. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that too. We also have our patron group, which allows us to do these fun interviews. And, uh, and then our merch store. So check all that below. And Sandy, anytime you want to come on a podcast, just let me know. And, uh, and you can come on our podcast because you are you guys rock you're the best so (laughs) happy new year to you happy new year i hope you have an amazing start to 2020 tomorrow tomorrow yay (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks okay have a great day okay bye